I came with a tequila to this one. Cheers. Welcome to Tequila Talks with your host, me, Sam Davis, where we cover every topic from health and wellness, entrepreneurship, modern culture, and honestly, life. It's going to be unfiltered, possibly influenced by tequila a time or two, because I like my talks like I like my tequila, straight up. In this episode, I'm going to share a story about how I got fucked out of a half a million dollar business, give or take, that I essentially built and also cover my top three rules that you need to make sure the potential coach you want to hire for your health, for your business, etc., is the right choice. Don't get scammed using my three rules. I have my tequila here. I hope you have a notepad and paper so you can jot down some of these things. And I also hope you're ready to sit on a very spicy margarita with a tahini rim because I have never shared this publicly before. Of course, we're not using names. I work with a bunch of different influencers. So just keep that in mind. You won't get details like that. Pretty sure that's also illegal, but you will get the story. Anyways, let's dive in. Not going to lie, when you're trying to scale a business, investing large sums of money is terrifying, but also necessary. And this is assuming you're investing in the right person and the right strategy for your business. This is, it goes the same thing with health, but this is my example as far as my own business goes. I'm going to tell you a story about my first shitty business investment. The most I ever invested in a business consultant was 50K over the course of six months. I invested because I thought... I still, after six years of making multiple six figures, practically on my own, studying what worked, what didn't, and utilizing and building my amazing network, I thought I didn't know what I was doing. <laughs> it's amazing. Imposter syndrome at its finest, right? Because that's all the gurus tell you. Invest in someone who's already done it, blah, blah, blah. Which, by the way, I wholeheartedly believe in. You get there fast as fuck if you hire someone who actually has been there and done that with real business strategies. Same thing with health pretty much any way that you'd hire a coach, they're probably going to get you there faster if they know what they're talking about. But on the flip side, you'll get scammed by someone who is just a really good salesman or woman. And that's what happened to me. The coach I hired did the typical invite me to a quick mastermind. And then you get the pitch after doing some sort of emotional work that ties you to this person. This is very, very typical pain point marketing. Looking back on it, I'm so fucking mad because I actually cried during this session with this coach and a bunch of strangers in a room. He actually made me feel not good enough to solve my problems. And then because he knew of my need to please and fear of failure at the time, because I was vulnerable with him and I thought I could trust him. He used that to create an emotional need and a response that convinced me to whip out my checkbook. This is an unethical pain point marketing system. It makes me sad. And looking back on it, I'm like, fuck, what a lesson. Because that was really, you know, it's a big investment to not get much out of it. He essentially took my vulnerabilities and used them against me to make the sale. AKA a sleazy salesman unethically using my pain points to make the sale. To convince me or manipulate me to whip out my checkbook. Then after I was in, I spent six months regretting my decision because even though he knew I had a fear of failure and a need to please, which was holding me back in business, we never actually worked on those things. He didn't know how to coach me through them. He only took advantage of them to get me in the door, which unfortunately sounds familiar in today's modern world, if you know what I mean. Super shitty, but also kind of true. <laughs> they tell you everything you want to hear to get you in the door. 
So after six months, I hadn't scaled much past where I was at. I didn't learn anything I didn't already know other than this man was a fucking con artist. And from that moment on, what I learned was that I was never going to sell that way in my life, in any area of business. When I coach women in their health, being a safe space is so important. And it is the most important thing if you're a health coach listening in. Those moments of vulnerability you share with your clients or potential clients should be recognized and validated with a thank you so much for sharing. I know that probably wasn't easy to share to a stranger. And from there, it's your job to make sure those vulnerabilities they shared with you are not actually what's holding them back in their progress. And if they are, it's up to you to have the wherewithal as a coach to walk them through it and help them get over this limiting belief. Not just rub lemon juice in a wound, you just got them to reopen for the sake of the sale. Don't be that salesperson. It's sleazy. It's icky. I would have my clients in the health space that would come to me and talk to me about their relationships with their mother, for instance. Mommy issues are a real thing. A real thing. Not just daddy issues. And more often than not, my health clients had mommy issues. They would watch their mom be hypercritical of themselves and always talk about their body and what they hated about it, staring at themselves in the mirror, pinching their tummy fat. Or their mom would be hypercritical of their daughter's body, my clients, which is really just a projection of their mom's insecurities, right? Has nothing to do with the daughter and everything to do with the mom's insecurities and issues of her own. And it's hard to see that, especially when it's your mom. This created women who are hyper self-conscious of themselves in every way. It causes disordered eating, over-exercising, and navigating their health choices with guilt and hate. You need to make sure as a coach to help them see this and change it using baby steps. If you don't know how, as a coach, it's time to pick up some psych books or at least get curious so you can change these people's lives for good. Anywho, if you're looking for a coach, this applies to you. Health coach, business coach, mindset coach, life coach, it doesn't matter what kind of coach you're looking for. There are three things you need to look out for when choosing the right one because social media is full of shit and scam artists. Unfortunately for people who are in the businesses for the right reasons, it makes helping people so much harder. I'm not gonna dive into that rant, but your marketing is really key. You have to figure out your purpose and you have to understand how your purpose applies directly to your business and your marketing. I'm gonna run through these three things to look for when you're in the market to hire any kind of coach and then I'll tell you the whole story. The one where I got screwed out of a half a million dollar business. It'll be better towards then anyway after my tequila is seeped in. Rule number one, look at your potential coach's credentials. Have they already done what you wanted to do and who have they worked with? Are they furthering the brand, like launching products, working with bigger clients, starting a podcast, progressing in education? The education thing is huge, especially for health coaches. Ask what certifications they have. Most coaches online don't have credentials at all, especially the influencers. They rely on their looks to gain clients, not actual science, education, and certifications. A lot of the times they've gone under the knife or more frequently these days, I see ass fillers, not implants. Fillers. They're taking fillers and filling their ass cheeks. It's crazy. Shit is wild. <laughs> Rule number two, look for testimonials. If there's no testimonials, the shit doesn't work. Or they're just starting, which in that case, you should be a beta client. They should be giving you a discount in order to help them create testimonials. Also take a look at the caliber of client. For instance, is there money where their mouth is? Your coach will have zero problem sending you to some clients that have already gone through their programming or consulting process. Their work should speak for themselves. So just ask, hey, can you send me a few clients I can reach out to? If the answer is no, they're a fucking scam. Run, run away. Rule number three, 
look for diversity. For example, has your potential health coach worked with many different types of cases, PCOS, obese women, helping women put on muscle, make sure the coach you hire has a diverse portfolio of success. It means they've seen a lot and educated themselves enough to handle a multitude of different cases. They are well-educated. Same thing goes with business coaching. Sure, they may be good at getting businesses up and running and scaling to 10K months, but do they actually challenge your way of thinking? Do they encourage you to look at your challenges through a different lens? When you hire a coach of any kind, you're looking for personal and insert type of coach here, meaning you can't hire a health coach without expecting to go through your own personal growth on top of the coaching that needs to happen as far as education goes about your body, about your health. They go hand in hand. Obstacles will appear like your relationship with food or your relationship with money. And if you're paying top dollar for this coach, they should be able to help you navigate or and overcome your personal obstacles, which by the way, are inevitable. When I coach personal trainers and online coaches, I teach them how to become a transformative coach, meaning how do we transform these people, mind, body, and soul, not just help them lose inches momentarily. If you don't understand humans and can't pick up on why they are the way that they are, you won't ever be able to change someone's life or business or health, etc. for good. You will be able to see this on their social media, the coach's social media emails, YouTube videos, whatever content they're putting out there, do they take it a level deeper and talk about mindset shifting, obstacles, their own philosophy when it comes to obstacles and challenges? Their testimonials will help you figure that out too. A powerful testimonial has words like life-changing, sustainable, forever grateful, two years later, I'm still 30 pounds down, etc. Those are the three rules you want to explore before investing. Those are the three rules you want to explore before investing large sums of money into a coach. Now, I know you're mostly here because you want to hear how I got fucked out of a half a million dollar business. Here it goes. It started with a business consulting relationship. She had nothing in place, no training, no following, no experience coaching, no certifications, no nothing. Okay, we started from scratch. Cue hiring of me. So we spent eight months building her brand. I taught her how to build programs and what that looks like so she can really change someone's life in 12 weeks. Because remember, she didn't have certifications. So that really fell to me to advise and make sure that what her clients were getting was proper education, advice, and certified coaching. Her first launch made her around 50K in sales with about 15 clients, 20 clients. She had a full client list and then we continued to build. Right around the eight month mark, she had launched three times, sold out of the client capacity each time and had massive social media growth due to the strategies and things that were thoroughly implemented and taught by me. We hired a coach. And in revenue terms, we're looking at 250 to 300K in revenue in under a year organically. That is my specialty, folks. At this point, this specific client morphed into an influencer of mine because her business was growing rapidly and she needed help, which that's what you do in business. You hire help, you hire experts, you have to. It's the only way you can scale a business. You can't do it by yourself. So this turned into a different kind of relationship, more so of a partnership. And we started launching challenges, which is super typical in the fitness space. I'm sure you've seen them. We do this with all of my influencers. It's easy, easy to sell, easy to incentivize, especially when the programming for the challenges are really fucking solid, which for my influencers that want certified, I always wrote up the programming because I didn't believe in writing programming that worked just for the influencer. I needed to make sure that this program was science backed and proven to work for the people that entered the challenge, right? It's result driven programming. And after working with thousands of women in the fitness space, I could do this with my eyes closed. So that was the easy part. 
These challenges on average would make the business between 80 and 115K per challenge launch. All my team's work, sales pages, funnels, marketing strategy, programming, bonuses, etc. Right? So again, everything that was built out was mine, but the face was theirs. And that was kind of the point behind my business. So we spent a year building and launching really successful challenges. And every time we did, my business and their bank account would get a nice sum of money because everything flipping worked. Here's the problem. Here's the problem with this. <laughs> and this was the best advice I had received in a while. And it came from a longtime friend, John Diaz. His philosophy is I don't work with people who haven't already made money. And my mind was fucking blown. I thought I was doing the fitness industry a solid. These influencers don't know what the fuck they're talking about. And half the time they're putting out programs that don't actually work. I can't even tell you how many clients I've received in the health space that like, you know, I tried so-and-so's programming and it didn't work for me and blah, blah, blah. And it's because it isn't science backed or created with the client in mind. So I was taking my knowledge and giving it to them to ensure that their audience and their clients got the shit that actually worked and they didn't feel scammed. I wasn't even thinking about the business side of things and how money changes people. And it did. All I was doing for two years was creating monsters. They would get super cocky, say, I don't need you anymore. And then their business, of course, wouldn't operate at the same capacity or make the same amount of money because the strategy operations, the contract workers, and the foundation of it all was mine. You put so much effort into these businesses first for the impact, but second for the long-term impact you can make. Starting a business takes time and so much effort, sleepless nights, and my team and I took the brunt of the stress. In fact, we took all of that stress. All the creator had to do was continue to create. That's it. And then we crushed it in the revenue department. These influencers have no idea what it takes or costs to actually run an operation like the one we were building. All they have to do is cash a check. That's literally all the influencers had to do. But then they get greedy and want all of it without realizing or appreciating how much you're doing for them in your business. They're really good at creating, which is amazing. You do that. Let me take care of everything else. The reason I got fucked out of it was because in this specific contract, I was making 40% of revenue. The first year in business, this specific business made 876K. That is both with one-on-one -on -one coaching and challenges and digital launches that my team was putting together. That 876K was all organic, no marketing costs, no ad costs, nada. The margins were huge. With 80K to 115K per launch, and we launch four times a year, that's almost half a million dollars that we got fucked out of this year. To put this in perspective for you, most online coaching businesses fail within three months because they are only making three to 4K and it's not sustainable with the cost of the business and the cost of life. Most people can't sustain themselves that way. 12 months, 876K. So anyways, she came to me and was like, yeah, I don't need y'all anymore. I'm going to do this on my own, being greedy and seeing that some money, a very small amount comparatively, was going out to pay the team and decided she wanted that for herself, even though she spent the past year just creating and cashing very large checks. Creating monsters was not my intent, and I still work with a select few influencers who have never changed who they are, how they treat my team and I, and they are always appreciating what we've done for them. Not that we need the verbal appreciation, although it's so, so nice and appreciated. But the point is, is they're in this for the right reasons. They understand and have accepted and are very smart business owners when they acknowledge that you do need help scaling a business. And they're grateful to have that help through this entire podcast episode. It is so important who you choose to work with across the board. 
Authenticity is key. Selflessness is so important and you can tell what truly matters to this specific coach or person simply by the way they treat you and what they're putting out into the universe. They should want to learn about you. You should feel heard and validated. At the end of the day, trust your gut. And if you've done the research on this person, you'll be able to trust your intuition even more. You'll be able to trust it confidently. Don't let sleazy sales techniques just win you over. Your business matters, your body matters, and who you trust with either of those things or anything in your life that's important to you matters. And that wraps up our episode here at Tequila Talks. If any of this resonated with you or you really took value from this podcast, please like it, rate it, comment on it, share it, literally however you want to communicate with me. I truly do appreciate it. It helps me know if we're putting out the shit that you actually want to listen to. All right, until next week, fam. Cheers.